0: This is HBR episode 2429 entitled "Interface Zero RPG Play" and is part of the series tabletop gaming. It is hosted by Clark Two and is about 32 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is: Clark Two, Lomath, and Thatch play the Interface Zero RPG Part Two.
1: This episode of H.P.R. is brought to you by anhonesthost.com
2: Hey everyone, this is Clatsu, you're listening to Hack Public Radio. This is another entry in the Interface Zero miniseries. Interface Zero. I didn't really mention what that was last time. I just kind of talked about RPGs and talked about the world, and then we just kind of started playing. So this time I figured maybe it would be a good idea to discuss a little bit exactly what we are playing. So the rule set that we're using is, as I did mention last time, Pathfinder. Pathfinder, it, it was a company, well, Paizo is a company, and they were writing uh, the Dragon magazine on behalf of Dungeons & Dragons back in the, I don't know, let's call it the 90s. I mean, for years, actually, previous to that, but then in the 90s, now it might have been in the 2000s, actually, and they were working on the magazine, and then the, the contract or whatever expired, and it was not renewed. So what this kind of meant was that they had built up a really solid user base of people who were coming to them for Dungeons and Dragons content and now had no official license to release Dungeons and Dragons content. So what they did was they forked Dungeons & Dragons at the 3.5 edition, or essentially the 3rd edition, but technically it's the 3.5 edition. They forked Dungeons & Dragons because of the open game license, and they created their own version of Dungeons & Dragons, which we now call Pathfinder. So that's Pathfinder. Dungeons & Dragons, of course, is still a thing, and it's it's still a thriving thing, and they've done a lot of really cool, cool things to simplify the rules. So it's worth checking out both Dungeons & Dragons proper and Pathfinder, and it's really just up to you as to which one you either prefer or just which one you have other pl- people who want to... Maybe they have preferences, and, and so that's your that's the group that you're going to end up playing with. It's up to you. Point being... Pathfinder is the rule set. Now, on top of Pathfinder, some people over at a company called Gunmetal Games came up with this this mod for Pathfinder to bring it into the cyberpunk universe. So it's completely different from Pathfinder. It shares none of the common history or lore of the Pathfinder universe in terms of the fiction. Uh, it just uses the Pathfinder rules, or most of them, and applies a completely different fiction over the top and its fiction is this cyberpunk now i've gone through and modified it a little bit for our game and i've even modified some of the rules to make it a little bit more true to pathfinder actually so what we're doing is not exactly what was written in the in the interface zero book but i found the interface zero book on a site called drive rpg thought it sounded fun and that's how we got to where we are now. If you want to play a cyberpunk game under an open game license, Interface Zero is not a bad choice. Another choice might be Starfinder. Starfinder is the official and brand new, it was just released, the official uh, sci-fi universe released by Paizo. So it's it's again it's using Pathfinder-ish rules, although it's a little bit different, and I mean it has to be different because you got hackers and and technicians rather than wizards and and dragons you know so it's got to be a little bit modified but it's it's still within that same ballpark and it's it's more sci-fi centric well it's very sci-fi centric it's set in the future and it's flexible enough that you could sort of hammer out a cyberpunk world using that rule set so one of those two Starfinder or interface zero if you if you want you can play open game license cyberpunk as much as you want Just like me, Taj, and Lobath are doing right now. Taj, Lobath, so you've entered the building, you've gotten in, you've burst down the back door, and you've fought off the protective kill-anything-that-moves robot successfully, but the service elevator in the back of the building has been called up to an upper floor.
0: Um, well, that wasn't as quiet as I was
2: hoping.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, shooting in an enclosed space, probably not.
2: Okay, so what's the plan, guys?
0: Let's see. I think I could
2: try to hack
0: and stop the elevator, bring it back down.
2: I love it. Try it. All right. Well, is 20. Nice. So you're in. Uh, well, are, are we... I don't, I don't know that it says, like, once you've broken through a firewall, I guess that should be... You should know. Yeah, have, let's say you've I owned had, that network. Say I had an, yeah, so yeah, say I had an
0: AI left in there, or left a little program in there to let me back in. Yeah.
2: Okay. So yeah, so your role of twenty, you said twenty.
0: Yeah. Could to be try against, to stop Yeah. The, the elevator. To try
2: to stop the elevator. Cool. Yeah. So let's let's do that. Um. Yeah. So I mean, at twenty, absolutely, you beat an elevator um, protocol. So what do you you just pull it back down? You said. Yeah, I'm going to bring it down to us, uh, and then
0: how about we step in and see who is calling it?
2: Sounds like a plan. Cool. Okay. Elevator. Sort of halts, chunks to a, a, a sudden halt, and just reverses. Clearly not really used to having this much action in its life. But it comes back down, doors open, it's empty, and you say you want to get in? Yeah, I think we should go see who was calling it.
3: Can you? Do you have that information from, from your hack to where it was coming from, or where it was going?
2: I don't think it would have had the destination sort of on on the network information. So I could be wrong, but let's let's say that it didn't. But if you step in, the person who called it will likely call it again. And so you we'll
0: will try to push the button again. Yep. Yeah. So we'll just step in and then and let it let someone call it back up.
2: Cool. So you step in, the doors come to a close and just moments later, yeah, the um the, the thing is punched, and it's it's the fifth floor, which you know is the penultimate floor, the one right under the, well, <laughs> under the sixth floor, but that's the top of the building, so the fifth floor is calling the service elevator, and so the elevator starts to, to progress upward.
0: Right, um, should I stay hacked in here? Uh, let's see, what can I see on the fifth floor, since I know we're going to, up there? Okay, yeah, so you turn your... In hyperspace.
2: Yep, you turn your uh, attention to fifth floor and you see the typical camera which possibly you could hack into and actually view footage from and you see you 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 definitely see uh, several weapons net, networked weapons like uh, military grade rifles and things like that so there there are about two rifles that have network connections uh, to someone's personal personal network and that's basically all you see well and there are the usual key card entries to different apartments uh, rooms and things like that. All right. It sounds like we got
0: two uh, two foes up there, two guards up there. See if I can. I know there's a way to uh, hack weapon systems, too. So let's see if I can. I don't I don't think I'd be able to hit that DC for uh, if they're military-grade weapons. Yeah,
2: it's a very high DC for military-grade weapons, and these are military-grade weapons. I mean, you can try, but, yeah, it would be pretty tough.
0: Well, I guess let's at least get a view before we get up there, see if there's anything else. So I will try hack the security camera and then probably drop it before we get to the floor. So I got a sixteen plus a twelve is twenty-eight your security camera.
2: Great. Yeah. So you're you you, you just gain access immediately to that, it takes no time. So you're you're just suddenly you, you see right in front of your eyes the the hallway. From from this angle, you see two Two people, as you expected, two sort of look probably ex-soldier types. They've got their weapons drawn, and they're staring, not right at the camera, but in that direction, so probably past the camera, meaning that they're facing the back of the building, so... They're clearly anticipating the ele- you. Yeah, yeah. They're clearly towards the elevator. Yeah, and you see the the actual elevator, like the user elevator, the resident elevator behind them. So your perspective is that you are over the service area. So they've they've got their weapons drawn and they're
0: they're waiting for you. All right, should we get off on four and try to find another
3: way up? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Is d- d- are there like stairway access to every floor? The two elevators the only way up and down?
2: You imagine certainly after at least after the first floor there would have to be. Um, st- well, actually, and and low bath could could chai Wei could could tell this from being hacked in um she could probably pull up a blueprint of the building so yeah there there are stairwells um around all right well let's uh push the button for four and get off before this elevator gets up to five
0: yeah i agree let's bail i want to hit these two guys head on that one
2: cool so you um you stop the elevator at four you disembark uh there is no one on the fourth floor Uh, so you're, you're in the clear and, uh, do you send the elevator up or do you let them do that themselves? Oh, well, yeah, I'll I'll let it continue up. Okay. So you send the elevator on its way. Uh, and yeah, so now you're on the fourth floor, which is basically identical to the fifth floor in every way. It's got a camera, it's got key cards along the sides. It's, uh, it's pretty empty right now. Oh, and there are, um, yeah, there are store, there, the stairwells, um, there's a stairwell to your right, right back here in the service area.
3: So when Chaiwei was in the system, has she figured out what apartment is our target, or is that something we still need to figure out?
2: Yeah, I don't think you guys ever asked. Um, I think Chaiwei is still jacked in, so she could look that up right now if she wanted to. Uh, yeah, I'll check it out. See if I can get get that information. Yeah, it's it's pretty easy. Um, there's there are resident records um, on the on on the on the network, um, and I mean it's even the post boxes are labeled, so it's it's. Easily identifiable. Uh, he owns the the sixth floor. So the sixth floor is a penthouse, and that is his apartment.
0: Right. Um, do I see... Do the stairs seem to go all the way to the sixth floor? Or any other ways into the sixth floor that I can see?
2: It looks like the stairwell does go up to the sixth floor in a similar sort of service, service area. So kind of in the back, you know, sort of tucked away, there's a stairwell access.
0: All right. Well, uh, let's... I guess... Cameras or anything in the stairwells here, or...? I see anything else on the network in
2: the... There are no cameras in the stairwell.
0: All right, well, let's uh, jump in there and head up to six, I guess. Try to bypass these guards.
2: You go into the stairwell, and uh, you start up the stairs towards the sixth floor, and behind you, you hear the elevator arriving on the fifth floor, uh, and the sounds of its doors open, and people disembarking, and they start shouting, you know. Where'd they go? They were right. They were here. They were right here. I saw them. And and then they they kind of figure it out, and and you hear them entering the stairwell. But by that time, you're you're well into the sixth floor. Um, there doesn't seem to be a lock on the stairwell door, uh, but you are safe on the sixth floor right now. In front of you is the entrance to. Uh, the penthouse, so it's it's a little, it's a nice little foyer area. It's the only apartment here. It's a penthouse, so it takes up the entire floor. There's a little table with a vase and a fake flower in it. There is a camera, a security camera, up on the upper right corner, in the foyer, in the foyer of the penthouse, which is weird because you didn't see a camera, there on the uh, on the network Wei. Uh And then there's the door, and uh, it's a key card access to get in. Um but it, it doesn't Do
0: I see the do I see the key card on the network or is it not yeah, on key, this one either? Key
2: card is on the network, yeah.
3: Should we try to create some kind of distraction or try to lock down the sixth floor so those guards can't get up here um while we're trying to get around to make our job easier? Try to bar the door or something? Yeah, either that or I don't know if there's a way to trip the locks to where they won't open anymore or something like that. I I don't know what you're seeing inside, so
2: there's no there's no lock on the stairwell door. Um there is obviously a lock on the penthouse door. The door itself uh, is just—it's like a wooden door, so it's not super high security door. I think by the time you get up to this point, you're supposed to—you know—you're supposed to have sort of been checked at several points. So it's just a wooden door, but there is a lock. So I mean, you could like a key card. So that's something. But there is no lock on the on the stairwell or the service elevator for that matter.
0: Yes, I will just try to uh, hack the lock right away then cool give me a roll well the 17 plus 12 so 29 but i took hacking
2: skills <laughs> yeah no kidding um yeah i mean in a cyberpunk world you kind of want to have someone hacking on the team let's see yep that gets in so this is a corporate um it's a corporate building but um yeah you're you're doing great rolls so yeah you get in through the front door um or or rather you unlock the door i'm assuming you go through
0: yeah well I will head through. A little worried about this uh, other network that I'm not a part of, though.
2: <laughs> so you enter the, the penthouse and presumably close and lock the door behind you. And it's dark and quiet. And as far as you can tell, eerily so. It, it doesn't seem like there's anyone in here, but maybe he's just hiding out. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you're in.
3: Right. Should we go through and like clear the room? Before we try to do anything else, maybe make sure they're not hiding somewhere,
0: I guess a quick perception check to look around the room.,
2: uh, the room that you're standing in right now is the main it's the lounge. it's the living room, whatever uh, so it's so it's pretty open yeah, it's quite quite open um there's there's a door off to the right that that leads off somewhere there's there's a kitchen on the left um yeah and there's the usual assortment of you know sofas and a coffee table and it looks fairly like like bachelory I mean it's got you know it's got TV remotes and and gaming console equipment just sort of scattered around just kind of it looks yeah like like not super tidy but You know, he's a rich guy, so he probably has someone taking care of stuff for him. But yeah, it's some random stuff around. But it it doesn't look like he's, for instance, set up a a perimeter or anything like that for for defense or anything like that. It, It looks quite like an apartment would look. It's just right now, it doesn't seem anyone's home.
0: Right. Um, I'm going to say with my last hacking ability, when I unlock the door, can I also change the security protocol on it? I'll make it so that only we can, the two of us can unlock
2: it. I, be- I know that you can do that. Let me check to see what.
0: Do you want to, if, if it would be
2: a separate check? Or... I think it would be because that is, uh, let me, let me look. I'm pretty sure that's a change protocol. Okay. So that is a separate one and it's overriding uh, the protocol. So yeah, give me another roll for that one
0: die rollers <laughs> doing pretty good i got a 16 so 28
2: wow yeah that is good yeah okay cool you change the protocol and and none too soon you you hear the uh the two people who were pursuing you uh arrive at the front door and you see you, you kind of hear the the telltale bleep of, of them you know hitting the key card authenticator and it just sort of bleep bloop bleep bloop clearly failure at which point they start um kicking the door madly. Oh damn. Well, at least we're um, safe in here. That's
0: not a very strong door.
2: Yeah, it it is just a wooden door. At least from the outside. I mean, it, it, maybe it's got a metal core or something, but it, it appears to be Brazilwood, the the red one.
0: All right. Um I think we need to figure out what's going on here. So, let's go start searching around. Try to find the bedroom, maybe a personal computer or something, or a workroom or something. So I'll go through the door. You said there was one to the right?
2: Yes, there is, and that um, looks like that leads to the bedroom.
3: I'll stay in the front room by the door in case things kind of get uh, mixed up, and then we're ready to go there. Sounds good.
2: The bedroom has has all the usual stuff. It's got a, a bed that's uh, pretty tidy, a wardrobe, walk-in closet, rather, uh, and there is a desk upon which sits a computer terminal, which, again, you didn't see when you were um, – poking around on the network. So you're not sure if it's just not networked or if it's on its own network. You're not sure. The closet, uh, I said that already. Yeah, that's what's in the room. Closet, desk, bed.
0: Right. Um, We're really worried about anything else. I want to figure out what's on this guy's computer. Uh, I I will see if I can try to do that thing or just try to get a log on for it.
2: Yeah, so I mean... So you'll disconnect from the 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 main network, uh, and and go into the computer network. Is that is that cool? Yeah, that sounds fine. So I'll take a round, probably two rounds to do that. Yeah, we're not in initiative, so it's fine. So yeah, so you disconnect. Reconnect. Um, so give me a roll for the firewall for this for the separate for the computer network for the personal network. I rolled a one, so <laughs> all my. <laughs> oh, that's a, you Used that's up all those good rolls, man. Oh, a thirteen. Yeah. No, it still doesn't do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it is. You you do get the sense that it is not actually as as difficult a uh, network to They're just a personal personal network. Yes, not just a... the personal network or the right. it's a home network sorry um so it, it doesn't seem like it should be that hard but but you're you're unable to get past its firewall and you're not a hundred percent sure why um but yeah that that's a bust right well i think i need to
0: try again so uh if we have time to take 20 doors probably coming down but i'll give another try for another round
2: you uh try again so give me another roll
0: <laughs> then i got a 20 so 32 <laughs>
2: that's a little bit better um yeah so you you log into the computer and the moment you're through there's an icon that you're not super familiar with there to to greet you uh, and it turns out to be malware that is trying to to attach itself to your to your system so give me a let me see what kind of role that is i think it's fortitude but let me check hold on
3: oh no he's running windows <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's a Fortitude uh, saving throw, so give me a Fortitude roll. Tap
0: application. So let me see if this one that'll help against this Fortitude. Eight
2: plus two, so that's ten. <clears throat> okay, that doesn't quite do it. You take. Let me see. I think. I think this is how this works. I think you take damage for this. It's non-lethal damage. Yeah. Okay. So you take four damage from the malware. I'm assuming it's a run once situation, so we'll just say that it hits you for four, but you're still on the network, so you can you can look around. And you find um, on this computer that there is a stash of documents um, photographs, things like that, that, that seem particularly of interest to you. And the rest of it is largely blank. It's it's almost as if no one's ever used this computer before, except for basically one thing, which is setting up a firewall, installing some some security stuff, and then putting this stash of, of documents onto it. Everything else is completely stock install of the OS. All right,
0: well, I will drop that into my uh, tap, my headspace, and then... Uh get back out. Uh, was it connected to that other security camera?
2: Yes, yes, it was. It was It was also connected to the camera, yes.
0: So that was the only, just this machine and the camera? Yeah, on this yeah, correct, yep. Okay, uh, yeah, then I'll drop, grab everything and drop it, and then uh, head back out to the doorway.
2: Okay, so the, the guards by now, I feel, I mean, they've, if we allow them to take 10 or take 20, um, I think they've probably beat down the door at this point, so uh, you see soldiers' feet sort of Pop through the door as they start to crumble it through. Do you want to do anything before they make it all the way through?
0: Probably no other way out of this place. At least we haven't found one. So probably just hide in the like kitchen doorway.
3: Is there enough of them through the door that you could get a shot off, or is it just they're they're through and we can't really interface with them yet?
2: Yeah. Let's um, well, let's roll initiative, and we'll assume that you guys have a jump on them because. Uh, yeah, they they would be flat-footed right now. But let's go ahead and roll initiative really quick. got
0: eleven, uh, and I got
2: a six. Okay, cool. So they got a they got sixteen and four respectively. So they're kind of on either end of your your initiative rolls. So Sid, if you want to take a shot at you know a foot or a shin or a kneecap, you can certainly do that. Uh, we could we could call it a called shot, which means that you take a minus two penalty to your um to your two hit roll um but then you can you you can actually target a specific part of their body or you can just take a step back and fire towards the door and say you know there take that you fiend whichever you prefer
3: i think while i see this leg popping through the door it's an ample time to grab it with one arm and then just bring my cybernetic arm down on it and try to snap it in half
2: oh nice yeah okay yeah give me a um
3: trying to think if that would I do CM
0: CMB that, that's kind of what i'm
2: even? yeah because it would be it's so specific so yeah let's do a cmb roll for that one 19 nice yeah you snap one leg in in it, you make it go the wrong way um and there is screaming and screeching from the other side of the door and the, the guard just falls to the ground and can't be bothered to try to fire through uh, any part of the door. He's in excruciating pain. Uh, the other guard, however, continues to, to try to beat down the door. Uh, so, low bath, let's say it's Shyway's turn. Yeah,
0: go. i to help him get through the door, so I'm not going to... S- Are you going to hold? No, I'm going to try to... Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to try an intimidation check and tell him to get himself and his friend out of here. They don't want to deal with us. Nice.
2: Okay, yeah, go for it.
0: I got a 16 and uh 12, so a 28 Intimidation. Actually, that'd be probably one less. So anyway, it's pretty high. Seven.
2: Okay, yeah, that's, um, I don't Me. Yeah, okay, so, um, yeah, you, 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 what do you tell him exactly, just not to, not to continue along his this path? Yeah, I tell him, uh, let's
0: see... Yeah, I guess I'll flash my badge. Tell him I work for a government corp and he needs to get the hell out of here right now or he's going to be in serious trouble.
2: Upon hearing this, um, I mean, certainly he stops banging down the door and he he looks at at whatever you flash him, whether it's an authentic badge or or not. I guess it would be authentic because you actually work for for a government. So he he looks at it, doesn't, you know, has no idea what it means really. And and he says, yes, ma'am, understood. And he grabs his companion by the shoulders and just starts hauling back towards the service elevator with his with his partner. His partner's rifle is left there on the floor um, and a hefty amount of blood from from where the bone punctured his skin um, is is sort of left on the on the carpet. Uh, And they they retreat uh, to the service elevator on his way out. I'm going to ask him who
0: you're working for. I think that'd be appropriate, too. Get, get his badge number see who he's working for
2: <laughs> do you do you call that from from where you are or do you got into the hall
0: um, yeah I'm, I think we're gonna head out we'll head out there then run him about it
2: okay yeah so you you sort of get out through the the rest of the door and and he, he sort of looks up you know sort of terrified for his life thinking that maybe you've changed your mind in terms of letting him retreat and, and he, he looks up and he he, he, he he hears your question and he says we're working for for Peter Nazari, he, he hired us to protect him.
0: Well, he's not even here. Where is he? What do you mean he's not here? There's no one in there. And I point back to the door.
2: He sort of looks really confused, and he 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 drops his companion on the floor, and and sort of starts to go towards the apartment, but then looks to you, sort of like, you know, can I can I go in? Well, I ask him when was the last time you saw him. We ain't seen nobody. We just we we were told to stand here and and protect. The penthouse i
0: wave him through to see if he can find anybody in there uh, do you want to go uh, follow him and check
3: yeah, I'm around the place about six or inches Sid. away from him just breathing down his neck to just keep that intimidation on considering what i did to his buddy back there
2: yeah it's pretty effective he's um he's super freaked out and he feels very much like you uh, you outrank him and, i mean he's not even stopping to think about who you might be with and so he he kind of he he walks through the apartment and you get the sense that he's, you d- you don't get the sense that he's ever been in the apartment before. You know, it doesn't, it's not like he, he enters and then goes straight for the bedroom or goes straight for, you know, anything. He, he, he sort of, he looks around, he takes out his, his flashlight and he's, he's looking around in the, in all the, behind the sofas, you know, just looking, trying to figure out what would be going on. He goes into the, be- the bedroom eventually, steps into the, um, into the closet, kind of, looks around and then he, he finally comes out and and leaves the apartment and he, he says I I don't know we we, we were just told to, to protect the penthouse I, I don't I don't know what's going on all right well you two get get your friend out of here and go get him some uh, some medical attention we'll take over from here he says yeah, yeah yes ma'am and he drags his partner back into the into all the way into the service elevator and 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 you hear the elevator descend Yeah, absolutely
3: all right Sid what do we do now I'm thinking there's a couple options. Either this was just a front to protect where he's really at, or he, maybe Peter isn't even a person at this point. Maybe it's some kind of co- construct or an AI or something. That All right, I need to look through out. the
0: files that I found on his computer. So do want to hang out here, or should we go somewhere else?
3: Do, do we see, when we were walking around with the guard, do we see anything else that would be of any interest to us um, at this point?
2: Not... A whole lot um it's like i say it it's it's an apartment that that appears to have have been well used. You're not really sure why it would be empty right now. There's not a whole lot of food in the fridge, but he's a bachelor, so maybe he doesn't keep a big stock of food um yeah it's it's nothing nothing really stands out. I wouldn't say
0: Yard said he hadn't seen them at all, anybody, so I don't think anyone's been here for a while.
3: I mean, we could stay here, and maybe if he's out, we would catch him coming back, but that seems kind of unlikely, so it might be better to get into a more secure place. You location. do see,
2: um, uh, now that you mention it, that you do see on the on the bathroom mirror, you see a little sticker, like a, a vinyl sticker, and it says um, Speedy Maids, and then it, gives, it has a, a little slot for the date where – you know, the last time someone's been through and and it was it was just this past weekend that a speedy maid ha- apparently had been in the apartment and, you know, made a made an entry that, that she she or he had cleaned the apartment.
0: Go check that out. Um but yeah, I don't think we need to, we want to stay around here, especially if somebody's hiring stunts to protect
3: the apartment. And with all yeah, with all the noise here. we've made, they're probably going to send new people, especially with the people we just sent out get to them, so yeah, vacating the area. Right, yeah, let's get, get out, out of here.
2: here. Your way out is is totally clear. You can just take the, the, the normal residential um, lift. There there don't appear to be any other guards on duty or anything like that, so you just kind of waltz out. All the doors swing open uh, for you since you're on the inside going out. I don't know. Where do you guys go? Do you, do you go to— your apartments or do you have a do you have a safe a uh, secret headquarters? Where do you where do you think you go?
0: Um did you get hit at all? Or did Sid get hit at all? Uh, do we need any I don't think medical S-
2: attention? Did yeah, Sid didn't. You got four non-lethal damage, but I don't I, I that was just from that malware thing. I don't think that's a big deal. Yeah, I don't think that'll affect yeah, absolutely. me that much. Uh, that's yeah. right. I yeah, just have yeah, a hole yeah, in them so clothes, that's no, it. Yeah. Um
0: I would guess we have a hideout somewhere. But we need to get out of this neighborhood.
2: So we'll assume that you, um, that your fixer has probably hooked you up with sort of a, an office space of sorts, um, sort of a, an underground or, or whatever space that you can go to to, to coordinate and collaborate. Um, so you, you leave the Zhejiang district. And and you go into your um, Cromwell district, which is it's it's on the outer edges of the sprawl. it's it's a little bit sort of, I guess, well, there is no middle class anymore, but but it's you know, it's it's where all the wage the the normal wage slaves dwell if they don't live at their corporation, which is pretty common. most most people live at the corporation at which they work. but there there are some areas for lower lower management that kind of that exists outside of any corporate spot and that's where, where your little hideout is. So you guys go there and it's got all the usual equipment that a uh, that people of your profession would need. It's got gear and lots of computers and a little lab space and a safe spot certainly for a hacker to, to put information onto a computer network and or onto a computer and analyze without risking any further encounters with malware. And I think I think we could probably say that we could end it there for today. I think that's a good a good pausing point. You guys good with that? Right. Yeah, that sounds good by me. Cool. Well, thanks guys for for playing. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I will. I, I look forward to doing this again next week.
0: Yeah, just leave a little teaser. I guess. Uh, I guess we'll figure out what's on the computer, and then I'd also like to probably call in a favor with one of my contacts. I have a sector cop. Who I would like to maybe see if he can run a trace on, Peter. But yes, absolutely. Probably, probably start with that next time.
1: You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself.